Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. We finally get a good game in the NBA playoffs. The Spurs take a 3-2 lead, and the Warriors sweep the Jazz. All that and more on the NBA playoffs review on AfterBuzz Sports. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hey, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to After Buzz Sports. We are viewing the NBA playoffs tonight. The Houston Rockets took on the San Antonio Spurs. We're going to talk Warriors, Jazz. We're going to talk Cavs, Raps. We're going to talk Wizards, Celtics. We're going to talk everything, ladies and gentlemen. I am Josh Rodriguez. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh underscore Rodriguez underscore Jill. Where can they find you? I'm Jill Monroe. You can find me everywhere. Not quite as excited as Josh tonight. <laughs> we, had it. we finally got a good but game. Steve, we did have a great game. We had a great game. I'm a little finally. excited about that. All right. Jill Monroe at Stiletto Jill. What's up, guys? You can find me all over social media at Christine Bean. I'm your girl, Christine. Allie Bailey on the couch. Hey, guys. I'm doing the live chat here. Chat us up. My name's Allie Bailey. You can find me Allie Bailey underscore one. Yes, we appreciate everybody in the live chat. It was lit last time we did this, so hopefully we get the same amount of participation. Hit us up with comments, questions, concerns, anything about the NBA playoffs. Let's get started. The Spurs beat the Rockets 110-107 to in overtime in the best game. I would say besides that uh, double overtime game in Boston against the Wizards, Wizards-Celtics, this is probably the best game of this round so far. Yeah. yeah. So. Ladies! Oh, it's ladies night! It's hey, ladies night! Hey, Josh hey, and the ladies! Hey, oh, my oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> what? Ladies, thoughts on the game? It was really good. Yeah. Yeah, like, definitely the most exciting game. I mean, you know me, I'm a Warriors fan, so I know I'm going to get slack for this, but it was more interesting than the Warriors se- <laughs> series. I mean, I'm not going to give you slack for that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Tip the chat with that. I won't. Um, the chat might, though. But go ahead. I mean... <laughs> Just what's standing out for me is I'm actually kind of looking ahead. What's going to happen with Kawhi not being in the game the last eight minutes? He's hurt. How hurt is he? Eight minutes is a long stretch of time in a pivotal game. Obviously, they came out on top, but your concerns going forward are unique um, Kawhi at peak Kawhi in order to get ready for the. Christine's team, the Warriors <laughs> that are waiting, yeah, and them. potentially, <laughs> potentially the Cavs. So, you know, that's something that I'm going to be on the lookout for. Shout out to Ginobili, Ginobili, Ginobili. drinking Wait. from the fountain of youth. Do, do your oh, best yeah. Charles Barkley impression, Ginobili. Yes, don't your best, your best right. Charles Barkley Ginobili Ooh, impression. Broke a little bit. Ginobili. Nice, Allie, your best Ginobili impression. Ginobili. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Ginobili. <laughs> right, right, right. Yes, turn turning back the clock. Jimbo in the booth, your best Ginobili impression. Ginobili. <laughs> <laughs> That's Lit. the winner right there. Oh, my there. God. 
Okay, we have Scott here in the chat. Did he say Ginobili? No, he okay. said the Rockets, the Rockets offense at the end of the fourth quarter and OT was so bad, oh, very stagnant, just James Harden holding the ball to the till the end of the shot clock and taking a contested three. I completely uh, agree, and this is what frustrates me the most, because especially with the D'Antoni offense, you have the most innovative offense in the league. Why do you just hold it to run iso ball? You're supposed to move the ball around, do what you do, pick and roll. But that not isn't that what he did? I mean, is it a case of the rotation was really short tonight, seven guys yeah, in the, um, the Rockets yeah. rotation, yeah. so... Um, maybe he was a little tired. He is playing in overtime. Part two to that is okay. that is kind of Harden's game ex- prior to this season is to kind of hold the ball. Wait, Wait. prior and prior prior to, to this season, okay. old habits die hard. Right. And and I think it was till about maybe two or three minutes into overtime, Harden was zero for two um, in overtime and th- had three turnovers. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. um. That sounds to me like fatigue. It sounds like fatigue, Possibly. but also bad offense. Like the chat said, I mean, if you're moving the ball, then you should be able to create good shots. I mean, the Eric Gordon shot that uh, he missed at the end, of the game, that was a terrible shot. You had 14 seconds on the shot clock, and you're taking like a 28-foot, 30-foot three-pointer. For what reason? Um, when just... I see stuff like that, again, I think that fatigue might be a factor because Maybe. if you see sloppy play like that all of a sudden from a team this season who that's not something that really has been a hallmark. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline park for them yeah um i'm gonna say you know you just worn down like we'll live to fight another day okay yeah i mean i think it's a combination of play um fatigue and maybe playoff you know not having that playoff maturity to you know wind the clock the shot clock down and take a better shot instead of that contested three um and seal the game but i mean going into ot made it that much more interesting yeah i mean and without Kawhi, i mean he doesn't play the end of the fourth or anything in the overtime you have to win that game yeah especially game five game five they say decides the series basically i don't think Mm -hmm. the series is over by a Um, long shot do we think this is going seven games absolutely i think houston wins game six we can talk about that later but i i think this is going to go seven and Kawhi being hurt i mean if he's hurt i you know they're gonna have to really really rally without him because exactly. he still had 22 points and 15 rebounds yeah. on the night like he contributes so much in a major way on both ends of the court so yeah. they really have to just pull out all the stops to have a fighting chance but isn't he supposedly gonna play game six yeah he said he's gonna play he said, yeah. he said he's gonna yeah. play but i mean if you're the rockets you just squandered a huge opportunity Kawhi does not play the last eight minutes of the game you can go up three two going back home with a hurt Kawhi leonard that's the series for me right, right. There. they just they, they messed that one up, up. yeah they they messed time. it up i mean after might have blown explicit. their entire Jimbo yeah. label this explicit explicit <laughs> um, also I think we have to look at Danny Green as kind of an unsung yes. hero yes. oh my god he showed Down up tonight yeah yes. big time starting with that uh, I mean not starting with but that three to end of third was huge yes um, momentum change I mean he had a game winning yeah exactly he yes. had a game winning basket everything I mean vintage Danny Green I felt like we were watching like the 2014 Spurs all over again what what is vin- vintage Danny Green for me is when he was on the Cavs being LeBron's no. dance vintage partner vintage Danny Green well that's <laughs> kind of vintage Danny Green yes but also vintage Danny Green to me is hitting threes all over the place and setting records in the NBA finals against the Heat that's vintage Danny Green to yeah. me yeah the one that they lost or the one they won no the one they won okay the one that they won 
because I still think about Danny going to um, live after they lost and, um, you know, wishing LeBron well. Wish, oh, really? I don't even know that story. Oh, yeah. So, you know, the Spell Heat were celebrating turn up in Club Live after they won. Yeah. And, you know, NBA players are human. They go out after a loss on occasion. Right. And Danny went to Club Live. And he said he wasn't partying. He just went and congratulated him and was out amongst the magnets of champagne. Interesting. It's a couple of years ago. Anyway. Allie, what did it say in the chat? Um, we have CJ here saying CJ? Warriors beating either team in five, so this doesn't even matter. Really? Wow, five. And I, and I, okay. I just I just wrote back saying which team would give them a better series. So I we'll mean, see. I guess five. He's basically saying the same thing, right? I, I, Maybe, I guess it could be different. If I can, you can give a competitive five. That's true. I mean, you know, do you think Utah gave a competitive four? No. Okay. I saw a stat that said that. But is that. competitive, is, that, is it, it only went four, is that even competitive? Uh, well, I... It can be. It can be. I mean, the Pacers-Cavs series was was very competitive. Somewhat competitive, but, even though they lost. Yeah. The Pacers lost all four games. I mean, they had shots. You know, they had shot in game one to win. Down to the wire, yeah. Yeah, I mean, at the end of game four, Paul George could have tied the game. So, I mean, the games were... Were you about to say the stat that the Clippers moments. led... <laughs> the, the Warriors. You know the I mean, stat? I mean, not the Clippers. Yeah, it's the Clippers' dreams. The, war- the Warriors led... Um, like never I, weren't in the lead. They never for trailed. Minutes. Yeah, no, it was something like they led more. They did trail, but it was like for like eleven minutes throughout the whole series. But they yeah. were up by twenty more than they were losing in the series. It's crazy. That is insane. That is an insane stat. But let's stick with the Spurs Rockets. Now we move to Game Six. We move to Game Six. We're in Houston. I fully expect the Rockets to come out and win this game, home court. Mm-hmm. I think role players, you know, they step up at home, and I think the role players uh, in Houston today they actually played pretty well. Lou Williams didn't have too good of a game. Um, but do you Ryan think Anderson, the rotation will still be short? No, I, I. I think D'Antoni needs to change that because the Spurs, I'm looking up right now actually, uh, 18 offensive rebounds. I don't have the second chance points right here, but I, I remember thinking, watching the game, like, oh, man, offensive board, put back, that, that's going to hurt. That's going to kill him. And I think he needs to play Montrez Harrell. I don't know why Montrez is in his uh, you know, doghouse right now, but you just lost Dene. You need someone to guard LaMarcus Aldridge. He hasn't gone off on you yet, but he might. And you need someone who's going to just be able to rebound the ball. He doesn't have to shoot threes. Just have him as your high screen and roller guy. I mean, but Nene do doesn't does. really shoot threes. He no, he doesn't. The... He do- it doesn't make sense to me. I mean, if you don't have Capella in the lineup, you don't really have anyone who's going to grab rebounds or play def- defense against a big guy. You need that. Even if it's for 10, 15 minutes in the game, you have to play Montrez. At least that's what I think. I wonder what the hesitation well, there is. Well, what do you think? Do you think Let's he should stay he small does. and just chuck threes because that's what they're good at? I mean... That's, I mean, that's what's been working for them. Um, yeah. I think they need to also just move the ball. I think maybe when they go back home for game six, it'll be – I mean, it's home court advantage. They'll be so much more confident and get back into the system that's made them so successful this year and not revert back to old habits that die hard in OT. I, I think that'll be the key to them winning. Okay, so it doesn't you don't think it matters if they make any adjustments with the lineup? Yeah, I mean, definitely make adjustments. Like you said, the rotation was pretty short tonight. Um, that I think that's the key to not getting exhausted down the stretch. Yeah, and that's what that's what leads to reverting back to those old habits. So you're definitely right. Those two those two things go hand in hand. Here in the chat, um, what for it? Okay, says where was the rest of the Rockets bench? On the bench. On the bench because <laughs> Dan Tony <laughs> was like I'm only trusting him. Lou and and who was that? Ryan other? Anderson. Ryan Anderson. Anderson. Started Eric. Yeah. yeah, he put up 19 points. Yeah, Ryan Anderson had a really good game. Lou Williams didn't do much. He I think he had six points. Um, yeah. So you really had six players, and, and Eric Gordon didn't shoot well either. 
and they still almost pulled out a victory. Yeah. So. so I mean, I think the role players play better, but I do think he needs to go to Montrez, and I'm shocked that Sam Decker didn't get any playing time either. He he's been very he's, he's hurt. He's been hurt. He's coming back. From I, injury, I but. feel like, but he's played well enough that he could be put in to spell in spurts just yes. to break things up and to give him that experience because you're going to need him if you go on to the Western Conference Finals and potentially longer. Right. You need that help off the bench. So, um, And he hasn't been so terrible. So I just I don't know what's going on with D'Antoni right now. Well, he's known to keep short uh, rotations. He doesn't like playing younger guys either. Yeah, but, but seven is like tight. Yeah. So I need everybody to be fresh for whatever comes next. Yeah. I agree. That's I agree. like burning the wheels. I, mm-hmm. I, I fully expect, especially at home, because role players do play better at home, I do expect D'Antoni to you know, expand the bench a little bit. I think Decker gets some minutes. I think ha- Montrez gets some minutes. I mean, we're not there at practice. We don't know why he all of a sudden doesn't trust Montrez Howell anymore. I know Sam Decker's coming back from injury, so I don't know. We shall see. But uh, Game 6 predictions. I'm taking the Rockets. Jill, who are you taking? I'm taking the Rockets because I'm taking the Rockets to win the series. That means that I'm saying that the Rockets are going to go into San Antonio this yep. weekend and mm. win Game 7. So, Christine? I take the Rockets winning Game 6 okay. and ultimately the series. Although that's really? not what I want. You said that you... Did you say Spurs in the beginning? I did. Okay, I okay. did say Spurs. I, I don't know why I ridiculously said that's, Spurs in five when we first started this. Oh, you, that's right. You did say that. I did say that. <laughs> that's blasphemy. Um, no, but I, I have to say, I, I think I take Houston winning this, but okay. that's not really what I want long term because they're going to have to face my Warriors, but it will actually make for a compelling series. So Okay. Allie, who do you have? I, ha- I think I have Rockets winning six and then Spurs taking the series in seven. Okay. That dog here says, I got Rockets He's talking about for game six, James needs a pick to hit threes at good times. Yes, that's also true. Shot selection. Yeah. Shot selection is huge. But that goes back to just holding the ball and just... I mean, even threes he hits. I mean, he hit a couple on David Lee where he just kind of lines him up, puts him to sleep. I mean, but I feel like, too, with Harden, which he gets a lot of his points from the line. That, too. Yep. That's how he fills up his stat Yeah, so... Usually, if he's having an off night with threes, he's going to go and kind of generate some contact and throw his arm out there or something. So, it it just it was a weird night altogether. I I I think towards the end. I wonder if he'll if he'll adjust his game a bit um, for Game Six because I think he got into foul trouble at one point. I think he put up like four. He was in the beginning of the game. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Yeah. I get that he's trying to be aggressive, but I I don't think that he should push it that much. Okay. All right, well, so let's move on. Yesterday, the Golden State Warriors defeated the Utah Jazz 121-95, effectively ending the Utah Jazz's season in the second round. Christine is happy. Woo-hoo! Congratulations, Christine. It's not like you didn't see this coming. I did. Oh, my God. I was so worried. Were you nervous? I was, like, sweating. Were you biting your nails? <laughs> <laughs> so they complete the sweep. Okay. I, I mean, we talk about this series. Like, if you guys followed us and you're in the chat, you know we just kind of like, Warriors win. Yay. There's really not much to talk about. It's basically there just isn't. saying who are, who are they going to play. Uh, Steph Curry was on Instagram Live tonight sh- chefing it up for Aisha's new little homemade cooking line. He made steaks and mashed potatoes. It looked really good. And I did asparagus. see that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. It was asparagus. I don't care for asparagus, so I ignored that Girl, part. asparagus but, is so good. You know, what? Uh-uh. Moving on to another green vegetable. So. <laughs> <laughs> Warriors beat the Jazz. I'm going to get your analysis. Right. Asparagus. I love asparagus. Yeah, I, I mean, asparagus. so my point, my point in bringing that up is, you know, the Warriors are just like, yeah, we're just going to enjoy our week off and wait for whoever beats up between the Spurs and Rockets. Right. And we're going to be fresh 
and eating healthy. I'll tell you what, they're catching a couple breaks. Nene's going to be out if they play the Rockets, and Kawhi's hurt right now. Tony Parker's going to be God. out. So, I mean, the Warriors are just... They are going to catch some breaks. But, <laughs> okay, can we just say... But here's the thing, too. Let's not dismiss that they are clicking and coming together. Oh, they're playing great. Although I cringe yeah. every time something happens to Steph Curry. Every time he gets bumped and it's a little too much and he, like, reaches for the ankle, I'm mm-hmm. like, no, no. It's not about to be 2011 <laughs> or 12 all over again. I know, no, Steph, no. But, you know, they'll be challenged. They're ready. I think they're ready. I mean, it's not their fault they're yeah. good. Christine, this is a stupid question to ask you, but how do you think the Warriors looked in the series? <laughs> um, I think they looked great. I think defensively they were truly locked in. I think yeah. they've played their best basketball of the season, which is crazy considering they had such a great season. Right. But, um, de- yeah, defensively I think that's the key to the winning because they get so many stops and they just they stifle you. Like, yeah. anytime you think you're going to go on a run, they'll come back and just shut it down. Um, and I think – especially game three showed why they went through all this trouble to get KD. I mean, their roster is just showing itself to be valuable in so many different ways. Right. I think they played really well. I I will say I think the series was boring overall, even though, like, I tune in, I want to see my guys win, I want to see how they do it, the different ways that they make adjustments, especially with Mike Mike Brown now being their head coach. But, I mean, they they look great. What is there really to say? Yeah. So I have a question. Do you think that... um, especially in Game 3 where KD took over and it very much looked like, oh, it's KD's team, he's going to close. Do you think it'll be a game-by-game decision whether the ball is going to be in KD's hands or Steph's hands? Or do you think that the plan is, yeah, it's kind of KD's team and we're going to th- run through him in the fourth? I think it's who's hot. And That's, actually, CJ Houston yeah. said something. On a, he left a comment on one of our shows, and he called it. He was basically saying, like, Steph, when Steph's cold and where Clay's cold, KD's going to win him the game. And that's exactly what KD did in game three. And I think it's going to be whoever's hot. If Steph's hot that day, get the ball, Steph. If Clay's hot, I mean, who would you rather shoot in the ball in this world than Clay Thompson? Right. Yeah. Like, it just really depends who's hot at the time. And if everyone's yeah. clicking, then just run your offense. Get the best shot available because you have three of the best shooters who've ever lived on the. Oh, my God. That's so. It's not fair. It's not fair. There's no excuse. I mean, here's the thing. There's lots of things that aren't fair. Was it fair that um, in the 80s the Celtics had like three or four Hall of Famers? No, you're right. Was it true? You're right. You know, my Laker dynasty obviously had several Hall of Fame players. What? Why are you mad? I'm just jealous. I'm jealous. Because if you're Knicks, because they never had three amazing shooters. Because she's talking about the Lakers dynasty, and I went back to the time we had Stephon Marbury and Eddie Curry. I don't know why Stephon Marbury came to my head. And Stephon Marbury is a Chinese legend right now with bronze statues and... Sometimes you but just no, have to go out of but your But to your element. point, yeah, it's, things aren't fair. Life isn't fair. I was talking about this uh, with someone the other day. Just the fact, like, you know, in, in the East, too, LeBron and the Cavs, 8-0, they're having a great postseason as well. Right. Like, a lot of people are complaining about, you know, the lack of competitiveness and stuff like that. But we're watching, like, some really great teams, like, right. make history, you know? Like, to me, that's <clears throat> fun. Like, that's we're going to talk about this later it and be like, better, oh, it, yeah, you're right. Remember that year where, like, they had this super team and LeBron, like, how they faced off, like, I, I know no matter how annoying people annoy people might be by the Warriors or whatever hype that there is, everyone wants to see the finals and see how that ends because then we could talk about it again. And Right. And to your point, I wasn't live during the Celtics-Lakers rivalry with Magic and Bird, but I'm sure the league was kind of like that as well. You of knew course. it was the Lakers, you knew it was going to be the Celtics, and you just... I mean, weren't the Rockets in back-to-back finals? I mean, come on. Michael Jordan... Two straight sets of three peats. Right. So how can you say how can you be a Jordan fan 
and then look at this and well, say the league is boarding. You don't I know the think, outcome. And I this might be me living in a bubble and being completely delusional as a Knicks fan, but I think people thought teams like the Knicks could give the Bulls a run. Really? <laughs> Maybe a couple of yes in the nineties, like an eighty two, ninety three. No, Listen, they no, took a two zero lead. They took later. a two zero lead against against the Bulls in like ninety two, ninety three when Starks had that dunk when he was like. On May 26, 1993. Wow, you remember? <laughs> Do you really remember like, that? I don't know. Really was it 92? I, I was born a couple days later. Were you? It was 92. That's oh, crazy. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, they took a 2-0 series lead. They took them to seven. It's not like, you know. Yeah. Or I think they took them to six. No, but Detroit six. was, Detroit I seven. think, the rival in the East, right? But he, by that he, point. Couldn't, he couldn't get past. He couldn't get past them at first until he finally Well, I get did. your point. But I'm saying that people, I think there was always a thought that, hey, you know, maybe the Sonics with Camp and Peyton. Could beat, could beat the Bulls. Hey, maybe the Jazz would stop the Lakers alone. would have if things hadn't gone a different way for Magic. Anyway, well, that was towards the end of the Lakers dynasty and prime. Anyway, so I think uh, I think I Jordan think... caught Magic and the Lakers at the end. But what, what's yeah. the chat say? We're kind of rambling. Oh, right. Okay, yeah. we, okay. We have Marvin here in the chat said Marvin? Katie is just an assistant in all capital letters of Curry and Thompson. Oh, LOL. Wow, oh. that's bold. Wow. He called him a receptionist. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we're calling Katie the but receptionist you know the, now. <laughs> that, that might be a good thing. Do you know what, though? The thing that's interesting about that to me is that on any given night, that could be any one of their roles in theory because they're so stacked. It's yeah. just like yeah. somebody has to take the back back seat role the on back, a certain night. I mean, do you know what I'm saying? Someone there's has a driver, drive. there's you a passenger, and then there's someone that's in the back seat. Like I got the window. I mean, and you just got to ride and do your part. So hey, right. hey, hey, you're so right. There's someone the that's door. opening in the door. Right. They, they, they are the 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 DJ. Yes. Yeah. The Warriors are a car on a road trip. That's what they are. Someone's driving. Right. Someone switches every every day doing the music. Controlling the, the music. Someone's in the backseat entertaining you, and the other guy's just like, sleep, <laughs> resting, right. waiting for yeah. his number to wow. be called. That's a great analogy. Guys, there you go. we should give ourselves a round. Ladies' night. <laughs> ladies we ladies came to a conclusion. This is Ladies' night. Thank you. Miss America Road. Miss America Road. <laughs> I have one more question before we move on. We know that Draymond called um, the Cavs series boring or the playoffs in general boring. Yeah. You know, just shots fired, mental gymnastics. We're cool with that. Yeah. But he also called Kelly um, Olenek. Am I just saying that correctly? Olenek. Okay. Yeah. Um, a dirty player. He is a dirty player. But but, okay, can we just compare, though? Technical fouls, technical fouls career-wise. Draymond, 44. Kelly, 3. <laughs> Flagrant fouls. Draymond, six. Kelly, zero. Ejections. Draymond, three. Kelly, zero. Draymond, just know when to move on to another topic. I think, I think Draymond was the wrong person to say it because yeah. Kelly does have a reputation of being a dirty player, especially after what he did with Kevin Love's shoulder in the playoffs. Do you think that um, – I was listening to – I think it was – someone on ESPN radio. I'm blanking on the name. Hopefully it will come to me. And he made a point. He said that because Kelly is a white guy playing hard, playing fierce, that sometimes it's a little racial thing how people react because they're like, I'm not going to get shown up by the white guy. And so they take things that are normal, maybe basketball plays and overdo it and like hit it back harder. Do we think that that has any credence? I don't know. I wouldn't be able to tell you. I don't, I don't know. know if I, I can completely so. get behind that theory. Yeah. What do we say in the chat? Do you guys? Do I'm, you sure, have... I'm sure maybe for some players. Maybe for some. 
I just thought it was an interesting theory. I didn't know but myself. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't but label that a. I don't know. I, chat, I, chat. What do you think? Yeah. So you're saying up. because he's white, that's that's why that people it, are it quicker makes, to call him like a dirty player. No, yeah, that, versus that, someone, that, who just someone plays like Kelly Oubre. Not saying that he did this, but he's like, I'm gonna let this white guy punk me. And he exactly. Ran at yeah, yeah, yeah. So all of that, just that you know, when he's doing things that are just normal basketball, just good like hard fouls or just playing with vigor that people are like offended because he's white. Like I can't get shown up by a white guy and that it just takes on a different sort of tone based on... I, honestly, because it's it's interesting. I think playing basketball, you growing up, it's largely just African-Americans. Like, it just is. It is what it is. And I think me play, growing up playing, I'm not white, I'm Puerto Rican, but every time I would play, they would... I think they... I wouldn't say they like you more if you're white, but they kind of, like, respect you. Like, oh, white boy can play. Like, they don't really hate you for it. They kind of just respect you more for it. So, I don't know. I, I wouldn't be able to tell you. Shout out to my dad right now. He's yeah. a white guy, and he'd always hit the three, and people would respect him for that. <laughs> oh, look at that. Mike Bailey, shout out. Yes. Yes. So clearly, athletics and those good genetics yeah. start from the top and Mike have been passed Bailey. along. So, you know. Okay, so the chat is following. talking about Draymond right now. Okay, uh, okay. Marvin says Draymond is a good thing and a bad thing at the same time for the Warriors. And then CJ said, Jamon was right. He is a dirty player. All you can say about Draymond is, is he kicks people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but that's a big thing. Oh you want to fun? This is totally off topic, but I wanted to do the SB's red carpet for AfterBuzz. And you remember when Draymond like, kicked someone in the nuts? Like, he did it twice last year in the playoffs. Yeah. I wanted to go on the red carpet and interview Draymond with, a, with an athletic cup on, but they wouldn't let me do it. Oh, I think that would have been so hilarious. Funny. But, all right. <laughs> he might have kept walking by you if he thought, what's that for? <laughs> no, he would have known right away. <laughs> it was right after he got suspended for kicking someone in the nuts. Right. He might not have had a good sense of humor about right. it then. Maybe he not then. Like he looks like he, he signed a, a poster in Utah the other day. He did sign uh, a poster. A kid brought a, a poster in Utah. It said, um, it counted how many times he flopped. It said dream on flop count. And uh, he was walking by the kid, took the pen, signed it, and... Okay, we have another person in the chat <laughs> yeah. that said Draymond is just bored since their series is over. I think so. I, I mean, I they're yeah. ready for some good games. They're trying yeah. to keep themselves think, entertained. Right. It's like, you yeah. know, trying to keep themselves hyped up. And they were just in Utah, and they, you know what they said about Utah being boring, so. Um, that's accurate. I've never been to Utah. I've never been to Utah either, but every NBA player I talk to, when you ask yeah. them what are their least favorite NBA cities. Indiana. No. Really? Utah's. Utah and Portland, Oregon. Get out of here. Unless you're talking about you're going to the Nike employee store or something like that. Those are the two cities. Portland's, Portland's a little better like now. now I, they have I, like a cool, I, like, I hear nothing but good things about Portland. Like the Port, I mean, scene. Portland is better. This was a couple of years, but the, those mm-hmm. were the opinions that I got generally. Their two least favorite cities. And Utah, LA's Portland. probably one, right? LA. What, is their most popular? Their yeah. favorite cities? Okay, so. LA, Chicago, New York. Not Chicago, okay. not New York. No. L.A., Toronto. Toronto, heard, yeah. Houston. Really? Miami. 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 How can I And Miami? Atlanta. New York okay. is still up there, but those are the top Atlanta five makes favorite sense athletes. I mean, that's an urban city. That's like yeah. an urban, like. Clubs stay open pretty late. Yeah. Active strip club environment. Miami makes complete sense. Miami clubs stay open until 5 a.m. And just Chicago and New York are just way too damn cold. Too cold, yeah, and in the middle of the season. So. And a lot could pop you know, off in either of those cities. Yeah, yeah, Toronto, there's not really much paparazzi. The not, drinking limit is 18. Not Boston? No, probably not Boston. <laughs> For what reasons? Um, <laughs> maybe just not. Okay. <laughs> We're just going to leave it there. All right, shout let's... out to Boston. Yeah, No, unshout out to Boston. 
Uh, you know, <laughs> we're, we're going to believe oh, that there oh, are listen. no. We're going to Girl. believe that there are some good people in Boston oh, outside in Boston. Yeah. Listen, of just okay. as a New Yorker. And actually, Christine could probably speak for this too. Yes. We have a thing Agreed. with Bo- I can't stand Boston, and I can't stand Philadelphia either. But like Boston sports, can't stand it, especially as a Yankee fan. You yeah. just you just learn to hate Boston, just like they learn to hate us. Boston, you hate New York. It's fine. We hate each other. Let's let's continue cool. the hatred. I don't mind it, to be honest with you. It's a long-lasting rivalry. Yeah, it's it's great. It'll always be there. Yeah. I went to two baseball games ever. One was a Yankees-Red uh, Sox game, and the Yankees won, and I felt like my life was complete. There you go. That's Ding. That's there all you need. Go. All right, so let's move on. Uh, the Wizards travel to Boston. Game five, pivotal game five in Boston. Guys, who you got? I have the Wizards. I, I am ready for the Wizards to lock it up and put it down. I know that the Celtics have been balling out at home behind Isaiah. I just think it's time to put it to bed, though. Okay. Christine? I have the Wizards as well. Oh, ooh, wow. Twinsies. I have this to begin with, yeah. Oh, Allie. I think, I'm thinking the Wizards too. Oh! oh. Triplets! What are you thinking? I yeah. think the Wizards as well. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. I, I, I thought we Beautiful might get a decision. one or one or two uh, Boston. Let's Celtics. see what the chat thinks. Does the chat, yeah. chat What do you yeah. think? I just think I just think the Wizards are playing so well right now. I don't think, I don't think being in Boston matters right now. I don't think so either. Yeah. I know, like, show before last, like, or the last time that I was on, like, we were talking a lot about Isaiah Thomas and, like, the force that he's playing with, right. with all the emotion included with everything that he's gone through with this series. But, like you said, I think the Wizards are playing really great basketball right now, and I think that they're they're locked in. They're yeah. ready to, like you said, put this one to bed. Yeah, it's kind of slowed down, too. Isaiah's, Isaiah's game in uh, Washington hasn't been that great, but mostly because they've getting blown out and really hasn't played as much. Um, he was seven for fourteen last game, which is good, decent. But you know, when you're getting blown out in the third, end of the third, early fourth, you're not really going to play much. He needs help. He does need help. I think Al Horford needs to step up if, he's, if they're going to win. Um, guys like Bradley need to step up, and I don't see it happening. I don't either. I, I think don't. this series is over. Regroup and it's not over. It's two two. It's two mm. two. I think the Wizards have the next two. I'll tell you what though, Bradley Beal coming alive in Game Four was huge for them. It was big because if he's off. It messes everything up. Right. It messes everything scoring. up. He needs his scoring desperately. And if he goes off like he did in game four, I I don't think Boston can beat them. I really don't. I mean, you didn't have much from Gortat, from what I remember. I'm looking at the stats right now. Bagdanovich is playing decent. I mean, someone off the bench finally from the Wizards doing something. But I don't know. I just like Washington better. I really do. I do too. That dog here in the chat says John Wall showing himself why he a point god. Point god. god. Point god. Let us rank John. Uh, I was going to say John Paul. Who's John Paul? John Wall. Let's rank John Wall. Eastern Conference point guards. So we have John Wall. Mm-hmm. These are not. These are the nominees. John Wall. Kyrie. Kyrie Irving. Is, Just is, two nominees. Is, is that it? <laughs> Isaiah Thomas. Chat, help me out here. Um, um, I'm not putting Kyle Lowry up there. You're not. No. Absolutely no. not. Um, this is just Eastern Conference. Yeah, I know. I'm just, I'm just going through the. I gotta go through the teams team. in my head. Yeah. Um, who's the Heat's I'm point not guard? Like Schroeder, Drogic, no. No. Um, I think that's it. Just those three are probably yeah. worthy of the. Indiana. Con- who's there? No. TJ Mo Teague. Yeah. Or is Teague in Atlanta? No, he's no, in. He, he's he's in. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Giannis, you want to put Giannis on in the? In the conversation, not really, right? He's not a po- he's a point, he's point forward. forward. He's a forward. He's okay. You know. So I'm going to ask you out of Kyrie, Isaiah Thomas, and John Wall, who you got? Mm. I got Kyrie. I okay. do have Kyrie. I think yeah. that Kyrie is a little more seasoned at this point. John is getting to where he needs to be. Finally, he's more comfortable in himself. But Kyrie is just 
having LeBron jump on, them having to work through their battle of wills with Kyrie's natural already aggressiveness, you know, he's the one that's coming at Kobe like, yeah, I'm playing you one-on-one. I'm going to beat you right there. So I think that he has a little bit more of an edge. But John Wall has a chip on his shoulder and something to prove, which is why I think that as he has stepped into his leadership role, he also wants that respect um, from the others. You know, that crown, he's tired of being snubbed. So right. But um, I think that Kyrie just a little over John Wall right now. Christine? I Yeah, I put Kyrie above John Wall because I think that at this point in his game, like he's finessed it in a way that, to me, skills-wise, I think he's a bit better than John Wall. I think John Wall plays with an aggressiveness and a competitiveness that I enjoy. Like, I love watching him play. But I think down the stretch, Kyrie is the more effective point guard. Allie? Kyrie is probably, a, a, to me, a, bit, a little bit more consistent, I think. I'm asking the chat right now, Kyrie or Wall. Uh, I'm, I'm saying John Wall. C- CJ says Kyrie for now, but next series could change that. Ooh. I, I just think John Wall's— That is a good point, I think though. John Wall's more of your traditional point guard where he's going to look for other people, and I love that in a point guard. Mm-hmm. And Kyrie's just more take you off the dribble, I can score, and if I just so happen to set you up, I set you up. But he has That's LeBron. Really true. He, he, has, well, he also has LeBron on his team, so he doesn't have to do it. So I don't want to penalize Kyrie for that. I think John Wall means more to the Wizards than Kyrie means to the Cavs. That makes absolutely, sense. absolutely. Yeah. I, I mean, I agree with that. Well, he's yeah. playing with the best player True. on the planet. Right, that's kind, kind of, of that's kind of a given. Yeah. To say so, that. but I don't know. I, I think I would rather John Wall just for his playmaking ability. I think it's important to get other people involved. I think it's important for a point guard to make a conscious decision, saying, "Okay, I got to get Otto Porter going. He hasn't taken a shot yet. Let me do this on purpose to get him a shot." And, and then think, still be able to come and get your right, shots I, off later. I, yeah, yeah, I really believe that John Wall is a few point guards who still does that in the NBA, and I really, really, really respect that. And I don't think Kyrie does that. So he does not. Kyrie yeah. is a you know he's so talented though. You, he's, he's extremely yeah. talented, but I also have to wonder as you have to think about the situation that I mean John Wall too, but that Kyrie came into a team that LeBron had just left, right? You know, bottom of the barrel. So I often wonder if. Part of that was survival of the fittest, just this is what I need to do in order to stay relevant and got comfortable with it. Jill, do you have any some any interesting news? Any I interesting do. I show do us? a little bit. Um, okay. By now, I'm sure everyone has heard about the Celtics reunion that took place yeah. last yeah. night yeah. on Inside I didn't the see NBA. It. I didn't see it. We have a so clip we're going to see a little bit of a clip on like, this. This is. I would say, hey. Yeah, here we go. Know that it's over with right here first before you go over there and jump on a bad way. I'll talk about, about Ray Allen, yeah. <laughs> and all that. You know, you know, I understand you want to win a ring, but yeah. we, we still believed in ourselves and we still believed that we could win. They're mad because he didn't you know call. I mean? I, I, you know, That's why they're mad. Here, so. Basically, Ooh, that he didn't they, tell them. I was wishing <laughs> they, yeah, I was like, I got traded. So no, that's okay, Kendrick see, Perkins. Be, he was man, hoping he was going to face up against them. Ooh, they're basically salty not, because no, they're like, if you wanted to move on, Ray like, Allen, it almost feel like you just you, you owed us a phone call. Home and the wife and the kids and the clothes and everything is out the house. You Paul didn't get Pierce. a note or nothing. In his wheelchair, or tweet or nothing. They just gone. Well, baby, I'm just gonna go over with LeBron. Like, man, that's wrong right there. Baby, I'm leaving. I'm just chilling. I'm just gonna go with chilling with Rondo saying nothing. Rondo was being politically correct. So this is a thing. So with KG, remember, and, and you said Big Baby, who I don't know why he has such an opinion about it. How nice. relevant was, I mean, He's yeah. He's person. Every you person know, deserves an Every opinion. person deserves <laughs> a thing, but you're so angry. Just accept that you got a ring. The one thing that is upsetting to me about all of this 
Let's not act like the 08 Celtics were a dynasty. You won True. one championship. True. One. Oon. Okay? Like, let's Can not get ahead down? of ourselves, you know? And oh. I, I think I think both sides are wrong, but considering the fact of how many times Ray Allen had been traded, he, he was nobody stood up for him when he was on the trading block and the Celtics were looking to move on from him. So him going to the Heat, obviously, he made out better with his second ring. And... You know, everybody needs to grow up and, and kind of move on and be adults. But from what I understand, the problem with Rajon and Ray is a little more personal and a little more deeper than just, oh, he didn't call, you know. Yeah. So. I think it's stupid. <laughs> you do? I think it's stupid. You're in the NBA. You know that you have to do what's best for what your fam- best for your family, best for your career. I mean, it's business. It's it not is personal. business, but it's if not. you have spent if you are in the trenches with someone, you've won a championship with them, you have a certain type of brotherhood that, right? that only these thirteen you don't think that you at least owe them the courtesy of saying, Hey, I'm about to dip out to Miami and go see what's up with LeBron in these rings. Well, maybe he didn't want to do it because he thought they would change his mind and he didn't want his mind changed. I mean, no. You could have told them after. I think if you that, your yeah. mind's made up. But what do you what do you think, Christine? What do you think of the whole situation? Do you think it's silly that they just hate Ray Allen for this, or? I think eventually they're gonna have to let it go. Yeah. I, I like, <laughs> you know, like like you said, you gotta do what's best for you. At the end of the day, I mean, we're seeing a lot of that right now with KD going to the Warriors too. Um, so I I get it. I like I get why you would be upset, but yeah. yeah, I think eventually you need to just let it go. He decided to go about it the way he did. Didn't call. That's it. You wash your hands. Move on. Allie in the chat. C- CJ, in response to um, Joe, your comment about oh. the um, the Celtics was AAA. Let's not forget who they beat for that championship. And let's not forget uh-huh. who came back after that went back to back titles. Again, let's, two to one, two to one. I'll say this. I just want to put I'll say that this. out hold there. On, hold on, Like let's, I said, not a Jill, dynasty. Let's be honest. What? Healthy Kendrick Perkins. Celtics win that series. You think? I don't know. I know. Shout out to Meta. I, oh, and shout out to hold Meta. Hold on. I'm going to get a lot of hate for this. Kobe was awful in game seven. All right, let's move on. Next was, video, we have LeBron, who's better than Kobe. Uh, what's what's this? So, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, listen, nice we are just going to ignore we just that, got 20 the little dislikes, hatred yes. that's flowing through on Kobe Bean Bryant, the GOAT. Anyway, oh, LeBron. Goat, I have your back you... on this. I have your back on this. Thank what? you. Thank you. What? Are you kidding me right Listen, now? Listen, LeBron is a special player. You think Kobe's better than LeBron? Freak. No, okay. that's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is... <laughs> what do you say, though? What I'm saying is they are not contemporaries. LeBron and Kobe were not ever rivals. Kobe was the best player in the league. Kobe transitioned the when? league from Jordan when? to LeBron. When was he the best player in the league? When? Are you talking when? about when Kobe scored 81? When he was give balling me, me, out with Smush Parker and Chucky ha- Atkins and Chris, um, what? Oh, oh yeah, God, leading them to a 34 and 48 record. Oh, balling, yeah, that Kobe Bryant. Where, who was going to take them in the West, in the West at that time period? Where was he going to take them? Uh, I mean, if someone like LeBron was on that team, I guarantee they would have made the playoffs. Um, let's, let's get to this video. Again, let's get this video. Again, let's get this video. Let's point out that Kobe video. did not have let's the luxury of having one coach through his whole career. Oh, yeah, He had Phil Jackson. He had Phil Jackson. Not at that time, he had Rudy Tom Dominic. Okay, so who won two championships with the Rockets? What we're seeing is LeBron clapping on a courtside fan. He asked him if he was mad and then pointed out the foulness of his shoes, that he should be mad at his shoes that he picked. So just jokes all throughout the whole thing, the spinning of the ball. I feel like the Cavs really, really enjoyed. They had a good time against the Raptors. Oh, it was just like exercise. All jokes it's and all things. Jokes. So you guys can check that out if you missed it really quickly. Um, 
on my Twitter feed at Stiletto Jill. And nice. it's just basically LeBron saying, you mad or not, right. and be mad at yourself for picking those shoes. Mm. Of course, the person he was talking to, what did they do? Wow. Laugh. Right. Because the greatest player in the world is talking to them. Oh, that's awesome. They got to acknowledge yeah. their day was made. Yeah. yeah. Right. So Shout out to the Raptors fan. Grandkids. Right. Allie, what are they saying uh, on the uh, chat? CJ the... just said Shaq was better than Kobe until Thank LeBron. Thank you. Wait, and LeBron? Until, until LeBron. LeBron. We're, we're, you know, we're okay, talk about then, this and, another day. We're, we're just going to have a special show. We, about, then, like, we have that dog. Kobe, LeBron, Shout out. That dog just said, Kobe, the best. LeBron, just a dunker. And Kobe got the passion. LeBron, a crybaby. Kobe, just, don't cry, baby. Just a dunker? LeBron had to go to Miami to learn how to win from Pat just. Riley and Dwayne Wade. Part of that is a Lakers legacy that was flowing through there. Anyway. Kobe needed Shaq to come over and Phil Jackson to come over to Los Angeles um, to win. Shaq needed Kobe, too, because Shaq had Penny. And how did that work out they with the They made the finals. Houston? They did make they the, finals, the finals. And, and, had, and, and they stayed. got swept. And, 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 they got swept. And, if they, and if he stayed, who knows what it, how the, the maybe, last game would have been. Maybe, but he didn't. He came to L.A. and they teamed up together. And it was fabulous. Three straight. All right. All right. Don't hate. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> thank you for joining us. This got really heated. It did get it heated. Did. It did. We're passionate Jill about it. Jill and this. I are going to be fighting on Burbank. Absolutely. In about... Five minutes, I'll periscope it. Um, <laughs> thanks for joining us in the chat. Give us a thumbs up. Rate us on iTunes. Give us those five stars. We need them. Uh, I'm Josh Rodriguez. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh underscore Rodriguez underscore. Also, download the Anchor app and follow my station, 10 Minute Drill. Me and my friend AJ Kelly do a sports talk radio thing. So if you want more sports talk, again, it's the Anchor app and we're called 10 Minute Drill. Just search sports. We're like the second thing that comes up Jill I'm Jill Monroe you can find me everywhere at Stiletto Jill make sure you check out jacksonstilettojill.com for all your sports and pop culture gossip and Christine where can they locate you to talk about the Warriors oh gosh you'll just see RTs of splashes all day all day follow me on Twitter at Christine Bean and on Instagram all of our social media at Christine Bean Hey guys, thanks for tuning into the chat. Uh, my name's Allie Bailey. You can find me Allie Bailey underscore one. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us once again. Today is Tuesday, right? I'm losing it track is today. Tuesday. All right, so Thursday you can find us back here reviewing the NBA playoffs. We'll have Game Six of no Game Five of the Celtics Wizards, and by then Game Six, six of, of the Rockets six, Spurs. Yeah. So mm-hmm. take care. We'll see you on Thursday. Thanks for staying up late. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Chernobyl! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.